0: Welcome back to the Glacier Guys podcast. I am your host, Ethan Halesha.
1: And I'm Joey Fernandez.
0: And this week, it's just me and Joey. Um, no guest. Wow. Um, I think we've had three or four straight guests, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, Ethan kept booking guests because oh, he was yeah. sick of it just being <laughs> me
0: and him. <laughs> yeah, I just I can't stand being with Joey for too long. So yeah. Just kidding. Just it's kind kidding. of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> um so this week we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're kind of going to break down the marine sports, just what's going on right now, and even some upcoming seasons. Yeah, so Cover all the bases. Mm-hmm. Just to start off, men's soccer this year, they're 5-3. and three. They've been 2-2 two and two in conference. They are on a two-game win streak right now. Their last game was a 4-0 shutout win at McHenry County College on Tuesday, September 28th. And then their next game is going to be at Elgin Community College, on Tuesday, October fifth at four PM.
1: Would you say a bit of a hot streak going in going in the playoffs?
0: Oh for sure, yeah, definitely. And when they held their own against that um the second best team in the country or whatever. Um that I mean that's that's impressive in itself.
1: Yeah. Perhaps creating some momentum.
0: Oh yeah, for know? sure. Rolling into the playoffs, that's that's definitely of huge for them. Um for women's soccer, they're 4-2 and two overall, 2-1 two and one in conference on a hot three-game win streak. Ooh. Last game in soccer, they won 8-1 to one at Kankakee <laughs> Community College. That is a drubbing. Man. <laughs> I don't know if there's mercy rule or, like, I don't think so in college. I don't right? know. Uh, <laughs> they could have uh,
1: taken their foot off the gas a little bit, but uh, they decided to step on their necks. Hey, but, you yeah. know, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Had uh, the stats a bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that game was on Saturday, September 25th. Their next game will be at Elgin Community College on Wednesday, October 6th at 4 p.m. Um, men's Cross Country. They have finished in 10th, 3rd, and 14th in three meets this year. And then their next meet is going to be the Ranger Open Saturday, October 2nd at 11.45 a.m. at the University of Wisconsin Parkside at the Wayne E Danhill cross country course in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Huh, so, that's a decent ride. Yeah, that's a that's a long ways up there. I'm surprised yeah. cuz I know last year nobody was really traveling with sports and everything just cuz yeah. of COVID, but um yep, good luck to them. And then for women's cross country, um, they've had three meets this year. Unfortunately, they have yet to run with enough athletes to qualify for a team score. They've had one meet where they had one runner, one meet where they've had two, and the next meet, they this past meet they had three. And it yeah. said they were close. I think that you need four? Yeah.
1: Uh, I spoke to the coach uh, a few weeks ago uh, when I was writing a story on the men, uh, and he said that they've had some promising runners, but they dealt with a lot of injuries this year. Mm-hmm. So they're just looking to uh, improve and kind of just do what they can with who they have right now.
0: Gotcha. I think that... W- I want to say there was an issue last year, I think, with the women's team as yeah, well. Yeah, it
1: was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had some promise coming into the year, but injuries have just <clears> kind of derailed
0: them. And you can't really do anything about that. So um, Yeah,
1: tough break. For sure.
0: Their next meet's going to be the Ranger Open, same thing, uh, Saturday, October 2nd at 11.40 a.m. Same place as the men's, University of Wisconsin Parkside. But this one's at 11.40 as opposed to, what is it, 11.40? Or I think they're <laughs> at 11.00. I think th- I think it's I typed that in wrong. It's interesting though. No, yeah. Either way. Yeah. Um, men's golf, we've covered a bit, right? You're yeah, yeah. I I
1: wrote a story on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they've been pretty successful overall. I mean, they've had <laughs> as many second place finishes if you as you can count. It's just kind of yeah. Lake County is just the only reason that they're not dominating the conference currently, mm-hmm.
0: but. What can you do? Yeah, uh, they've had six second-place finishes <laughs> in in nine events.
1: I mean, you can't even be mad at that point. That's still really good. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's,
0: that is great. I mean, honestly, you just there's sometimes there's a team in the conference that's just that much better than everybody else where you can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's
1: I mean, it's still a
0: successful season oh, so far. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, for sure.
1: who knows? Maybe they. Uh, they catch them uh, on a tough day in one of the regionals
0: so. hopefully i mean consistency is key and they've definitely been consistent with their second place finishes so yeah
1: and at the regional course they've played there already once so mm-hmm. and there, i think they've pl- actually they might
0: have played there twice so they uh you know they've had some experience there mm-hmm. they, and then tomorrow actually october 1st on a friday njcaa region 4 preview at prairie view golf club in byron illinois at 12 p.m. so watch out for that Um, women's volleyball has actually been on a tear. They're nine and four, three and one in conference this year. They're on a four-match win streak. I remember when we had Caitlin on; she said it wasn't going too great at the beginning. Yeah, but it seems like they found their stride.
1: She seemed like she she was pretty optimistic and in high hopes for Mm -hmm. good reason, as we see now.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like they. She was mentioning they have a lot of good chemistry together and everything. I'm sure that has something to do with it. Yeah um their last few matches they've shut out but their last match which was yesterday they had a 3-0 shutout win at home versus oakton community college mm-hmm. and then their next match is not for a little while it's uh next wednesday october 6th at 6 p.m at home they'll be facing prairie state college so watch out for that yeah, good
1: for them mm-hmm.
0: uh women's tennis three and four overall two and two in conference they're on a two-game win streak though which is good uh last game was yesterday they had a 6-3 victory at illinois valley community college and so they're on a little bit of a tear right now which is good next game is today actually it's happening right now it's <laughs> at bryant and stranton college in wisconsin so it started at 245 so hopefully we get those results soon yeah hopefully they've already taken the dub when they're on their way home hopefully <laughs> hopefully uh men's baseball is kind of in fall off season games um yeah i talked to colin bulger who we had on the podcast uh-huh. it's listed as a doubleheader, <laughs> but he told me they're just playing 14 innings straight <laughs> that feels like a a, a mental is that, grind is at the that same time allowed like is that legal um, <laughs> i
1: mean i feel like it just kind of no holds bar sometimes with uh especially with fall ball but yeah. i mean it's still good practice because everyone's gonna. I feel like everyone should be able to get some at bats and some innings in. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a little odd that mm-hmm. they're uh, not even gonna take like a slight break. I mean, yeah. even playing like seven and seven. How do you? Like e- that. Is it
0: just? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of like a continuous thing. But I mean, I, I'm sure they're not even really caring about the score at that yeah. point. They're just kind of playing just to play. But oh, for sure. I mean some good practice. Hopefully it prepares the, the boys for the, the real season, but, you know. For sure.
0: Starter's going 14 innings strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one guy just hauling. 230 his, pitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> his arm's just hanging out of the socket. <laughs> <laughs> just rub some ice on it. Put some ice on it. I, I can assure that's probably not the case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully not. Hopefully not. But uh, watch out for that. Um, yeah, the doubleheader is October 1st, which is tomorrow, I believe. If I'm, yeah, it is tomorrow. Uh, games are at 2.30 and 5 listed, but it's, it's probably just going to be the one game at 2.30, so watch out for that. Yeah. Uh, women's softball also has kind of some fall off-season games. They have a doubleheader against South Suburban College at Moraine on October 5th. Uh, games will be at 3 and 5. I don't know if it's going to be the same thing, like kind of a 14-inning straight, but it's also listed as doubleheader. So.
1: Yeah, it's just all uh, getting some reps in, mm-hmm. basically, at this
0: point. And um, so for women's basketball, they have the Toy Baylor Jamboree Tournament on Friday, October 1st, which is tomorrow, and Saturday, October 2nd at 1 p.m. I think it's kind of like a showcase for, like, other colleges and things. Yeah,
1: isn't that what Maddie was saying? On mm-hmm. the, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's – uh, I mean, it, it's some high-competition basketball, and that's really what you could ask for going mm-hmm. into the season, especially with conference play, play kind of just heating up right away. So
0: And it seems like the women are starting – about a week before the men's because the men's team is that they have the elgin jamboree tournament at yeah um which is elgin community college something I'm,
1: similar i would probably say to the girls of I for guess. sure yeah so
0: october 9th it's a saturday so be watching out for that for marine sports that's about it right now it was kind of a lot actually there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot going on at marine just a, sports right now a brief
1: touch up on everything mm-hmm. in a
0: small amount of time mm-hmm. just want to keep you guys updated on uh the cyclones and how they're doing <laughs> <laughs> uh we can move into some mlb things because it is getting crazy <laughs> right <laughs> to now. say the least unreal you could uh, you, you want to start
1: oh yeah i i got this <laughs> so <laughs> as we're taping this uh on thursday the third 30th of september mm-hmm. um every team is basically concluding their second to last series uh today mm-hmm. um I'm, yeah, basically everyone's concluding their last series, uh, their second to last series today. And the Yankees are playing the Blue Jays, which, okay, I'm going to back this up a little bit. I'm getting a little caught up because there's four teams competing for two spots: the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Mariners, and the Blue Jays. And as it stands right now, the Yankees are a game up on the first spot, and the Red Sox currently hold the second spot. Mm. But the. Seattle Mariners have made a late push and are half a game out of the second-place spot held by the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with that, the the Blue Jays, who are playing the Yankees right now in one game left in the series tonight, are one game back of the Red Sox also, but if... If all goes right there could be a four-way tiebreaker or there could be some sort of tiebreaker with three teams holding two spots you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so well
0: that's what happened with the um the white side well no 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 that was for the division for the division yeah
1: but some like it's happened before but Mm -hmm. some recent sort of examples are with the 2018 playoffs in the nl uh it's not the exact same situation it's with the nl central and the nl west where The Cubs and the Brewers uh, had a tiebreaker for their division, and the Rockies and the Dodgers had a tiebreaker for their division. They both played their tiebreakers, and then the losers had to play against each other in the wild card, and the winners just went on into their own division series. Mm. So it's kind of – it's a little complicated, a little wonky, but it's –
0: kind of just handle it as the day goes (laughs) it wasn't and then wasn't it cubs rockies and the cubs lost yeah exactly so so the cubs didn't make the playoffs
1: no they made the playoffs as the wild card team but they Uh, could have won the division if they beat the brewers a day or two prior but they lost to the brewers at wrigley and then they played the rockies and tony walters and all that happened yeah and then and that was a one
0: and done right like when they lost to the rockies yeah that was just the one game
1: playoff and then the rockies went on to play the brewers who won the central and then they got swept out by the Brewers yeah. and then the Brewers went on to play the Dodgers in the CS and lost to the Dodgers yeah. so all of it ties together somehow a yeah. uh, <laughs> little bit of a tangent but I felt like it was relevant yeah for sure uh, for sure uh yeah but I I think it's gonna get it's gonna look get a little crazy uh Seattle is wrapping up their series with Oakland uh tonight I believe mm. and uh, the Yankees are wrapping up their series with the Blue Jays, and if the Yankees lose uh, against Robbie Ray, who which very well could happen mm-hmm. as a side, who's Young pitching for the Yankees tonight? Uh, Corey Kluber. So a little outmatched there, but he could definitely pull something together. Yeah. Uh, I'm not completely doubting them, obviously, because it's, I mean, any given day, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think. If the Yankees lose and the Blue Jays win, that's when it gets a little crazy because the Yankees could easily be tied with the Red Sox come the end of the day. They could easily, uh, the, Seattle could easily be in the mix, and the Blue Jays would obviously be in the mix. So mm-hmm. it would make things even more crazy. So that's personally what I'm rooting for. Uh, the Yankees also have to play the Rays as their last series, so that's no slouch. That's the number one seed in the AL. Yeah, Boston's playing Washington, who's a last place team. That's I mean, they should at least take two out of three, you mm-hmm. assume. Uh Seattle's playing the Angels who are playing for nothing at this point. I mean, they can sneak up, obviously. And then Toronto is playing the Orioles. So, okay. so yeah, they the can odds easily are yeah,
0: The odds are stacked against the Yankees here. Uh, yeah. I Which mean, is kind of nice, I mean, for me personally, too. I'm definitely rooting against <laughs> the yeah, Yankees. Yeah, not the biggest Yankees guy, personally. No. Uh, nothing personal we'll against get the, them. The but plus minus. Okay, so Seattle has a half game on Toronto. <laughs> yes. Uh, Seattle is ridiculous. Ni- minus 48 in the run differential this year. Yeah, Toronto's plus 168. They're kind of an anomaly, yeah. Uh, That's
1: insane. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of crazy, yeah. They have, uh, on uh, MLB.com, they have, like, an expected win-loss record, uh, mm-hmm. and it has Seattle at 75-84, and 84, yeah, which is kind of s- funny. Yeah, I'm <laughs> looking at that. And then Toronto's supposed to be 95-63. and
0: 63. Yeah,
1: because they have a better run differential than the division-winning White Sox, and they have three less wins. So yep. it's kind of funny at how that goes. Uh, with the X win totals, they would have the same as the White Sox as the stands, actually, so... It's it's pretty crazy. That's what a tough division will do to you, I guess. But I mean For sure. I personally it'd be kinda of funny to see Seattle make it because not many teams have made it with a negative run differential. It's something especially something like almost negative fifty. And Seattle's been hot lately. Yeah. I, they've been hot. They're coming out torching, so I mean, I it's it's gonna be tough. I think it's as it's, it's crazy as it sounds, uh, with the Yankees holding the first spot, I think they have the uphill battle. Yeah, for know, sure. even though I would it's their so. just it's with their the remaining lose, schedule, and yeah. I mean, as it stands right now, I'd probably <clears throat> predict Boston. I w- I want to say Seattle, <laughs> really? which is kind of funny. Yeah, I just think they're so hot right now. Like, they I they'd lose one more game this season, max, in my opinion. Mm-hmm.
0: I could see Toronto getting in there too, but yeah, I think all has to really go well for Toronto. Like,
1: they need to win today and sweep. So the, the, the Orioles, Yankees in my have opinion. what four games left?
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Including today, yeah. so they could not even make the tiebreaker then, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: they could easily they could easily lose tonight and then lose two to the Rays and get that would completely be completely blown out of the playoffs. I, yeah. I just
0: like I I just wonder what would happen to the Yankees roster if they didn't make the playoffs this year. Um,
1: they definitely I I mean judging from the old Steinbrenner Yankees, uh like george uh I, they'd go out and just spend so much money that yeah. they'd impo- like it would be impossible for them not to go out and win a division next year but yeah i don't know uh with cashman i it's a little different nowadays uh it's i don't know i feel like they do go out and get a shortstop either way but at the same time it's like i know aaron boone's probably gone if they don't make the playoffs there's just no chance in oh, my yeah. mind that he's just that he sticks around yeah for sure Who's i mean
0: there- I'm general, but who's their shortstop
1: right Their now? shortstop is currently Gio Urshela, but at the beginning of the season it was Glaber-Torres, but they, they basically switched up three of their infielders. It, it was DJ at second, mm-hmm. Gio at third, and Glaber at short, but Glaber was so bad and not hitting, not hitting well either at shortstop, so they switched Glaber to second to make him more comfortable, moved DJ to third, which he's probably less comfortable at, and moved Gio to shortstop, who's definitely less comfortable at shortstop as mm-hmm. far as range goes. Mm-hmm just to cater to Glaber Torres. So I'm if sure he doesn't so. produce, it kind of makes them um, put in a tough spot. Yeah. <laughs> it makes them
0: less valuable as players, honestly.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, definitely, because DJ hasn't hit well, and he plays better defense at second, so putting him at third just kind of makes it a worse situation. In oh, general. for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean – this makes us sound like a Yankees podcast at this point, but it, they're just always the trending topic, it feels like. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. I uh, I think Boston is I, – I personally think it's their wild card to lose uh, just with the, the opponents they're playing because they're playing Baltimore, who is a division rival so they can, you know, steal. I mean, they already we, stole one game in the series. playing
0: Baltimore? Yeah. Uh, oh, Boston, Boston is right playing now. one Hold more on.
1: game, and then they're going on to Toronto. But Boston is playing with st- the Washington Nationals for the last series, who is tanking. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if for them not to take two out of three at at the very least would be a major disappointment.
0: I would love to see the four away tie, though. That would be oh my real. god, that's 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 a dream scenario. Yeah.
1: I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't even know what happens at that point. It's, Honestly, that's that's unforsaken territory. I. <laughs> unforeseen territory yeah. but you know, uh, I yeah. know
0: what you mean <laughs> I I'd be a little uh a little lost for words I, it's that. like <laughs> not even our teams and I'd still be like nervous and anxious just no, watching yeah. those games oh, yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> And then you said um, the Yankees are going in and playing Tampa.
1: Yes, so by far the toughest matchup out of all four. All
0: right, so for this, I know they've switched it up in the last couple years. How do they determine home field advantage for, like, the World Series, per se? Is it whoever has the best record? Because I know it used to be the All-Star game. I want to say, yeah. I want to say that's what it is. I'm not completely sure. Because I was going to say, like, at this point... None of the division leaders are gonna catch Tampa, so are they really playing for anything right now? But they also want to have that Tampa, momentum going. Yes, that's, into that's the, exactly you know what, what I mean? was gonna
1: say. They because um, uh, the season ends on Monday. There's gonna be a three or four day gap. The playoffs start on Thursday, mm-hmm. so uh, they don't want to they don't want to have too many days in between, especially for the hitters to stay in rhythm. Because yeah. say they stop trying tomorrow or mm-hmm. today. Because they've clinched everything, mm-hmm. that'd basically be like an IL stint for the whole team. Because they'd all have ten days off mm-hmm. of not compe- of non competitive. I baseball. wonder
0: if they would like do anything like if they if they'd prefer like the Yankees be in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: oh yeah, they definitely don't like the Yankees. Yeah. If out of anyone, I would guarantee they don't like the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, they probably don't like the Red Sox and the Blue Jays all that much either. But mm. if they can, if they can go out of their way to knock out their division rival, I guarantee they will oh, yeah. do that for sure, for sure. And yeah, and they're gonna have enough rest as is, and they're gonna be playing mm-hmm. the winner of that. So they kind of want a judgment. It was thing? like
0: when when Robert slid into second yesterday. Benetti was saying like, "Oh, why do you slide there?" It's like just in case like um you 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 don't want to get out of rhythm with sliding you know what i mean like exactly they're like if you don't slide for like two or three weeks like and the first time you do it is in the playoffs it's not going to feel natural yeah
1: you kind of just want to keep it going like some Mm. sort of rhythm you can't be worried about and i understand like like a
0: little bit of rest but like you really don't want these guys out of rhythm right now
1: exactly you want to keep the hitters you want to keep the hitters warm keep them good and consistent at bats and keep them out in the field and fresh. For and sure. uh and then also the pitchers just keep getting their innings and mm. stuff like that you know obviously not going too hard with them and pushing them 115 pitches in an outing oh, or yeah. anything like that but consistent 5-6 which mm-hmm. could easily get it done against the Yankees
0: you know so mm-hmm. it's it's definitely not a gimme here i don't know for sure and uh yeah the <laughs> al i mean the, there's 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 a little bit of buzz in the NL with what's happening. Just I'd say in the NL West right now, but yeah, I'd say that all eyes are on the AL right now.
1: Oh yeah, it's I mean it's definitely a little like a, a sort of a question uh, for the NL West right now, but the the Giants just won't stop winning so know, the it's do- there's crazy. nothing the Dodgers can do it's crazy even with the Dodgers having a miraculous comeback last night yeah uh I was watching that game and I actually turned it off because I was like oh it's kind of over because the Padres are just playing for even something uh, even this a point. belly bomb yesterday <laughs> yeah, I know he, he's the one to take the lead yeah. I was like wow it's kind of crazy he cut the hair and he's just the uh the, the same old be- uh, belly before this year <laughs>
0: yeah yeah he's he's had a little bit of a uh resurgence I'd say in the last couple of days yeah, he's, he's he's he looks a little more confident. I mean, this season obviously it's not it's gonna be one he wants to forget. But you know, maybe he finds his step a little bit before the playoffs start. We'll see. Yeah, I uh so home
1: field is determined uh by the uh, better regular season uh record I believe for the World Series. Yeah. Okay. So that's more fair. Than I mean, the all-star thing, but <laughs> then
0: technically, I mean, the Rays really aren't playing for anything, then? No, you know what I
1: no, mean? no chance that... Yeah, uh, no, there's basically
0: not a chance that uh, they can't they can
1: pass the uh, Dodgers or the Giants anyway. They so. can't
0: pass them, and then none of the divisions can pass them for the one seed <laughs> in the AL, so it's like... Yeah, I mean, the Braves and the
1: Cardinals record aren't that, you know... So, the, yeah, I mean, they're just kind of playing for
0: pride. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, so... And momentum, I suppose, see. but... The, the Braves still haven't clinched their division, have they? No, but it takes some miracle
1: uh to be honest with you because the phillies kind of didn't execute on that series they had against them yeah so i can see yeah they uh they dropped a couple so and the braves
0: have five straight wins nine and one in their last time
1: yeah so it's kind of kind of brutal for the phillies here but (coughs) that bryce harper mvp story kind of didn't get that cinderella ending but
0: you know you think it's you think it's gonna be juan soto or Uh, Bryce? i I want it to be bryce
1: I think it, I think the voters go Bryce. It's definitely, I think it definitely deserves to be Juan Soto, but. I mean I it's mean cool. both <laughs> teams
0: are n- are not going to be playoff teams though too, you know what I mean? yeah, so that gotta yeah, include it won't that in there too. Yeah, it
1: won't it won't play a part honestly.
0: Cuz that's that's what some of the people like the only one of the only cases for Vlad is that like if he leads the team into the playoffs, you know what I mean? Like that's a better look on his MVP resume, but I yeah. don't think Otani can lose, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh
1: it's kind of funny as we're talking about the Phillies, I get a notification from the Athletics saying that the Phillies have a toxic culture in quotation marks <laughs> oh, no. saying members describe the toxic culture in player development and employees who didn't feel empowered to coach
0: that's <laughs> i mean if that's not uh, a red flag i don't it know might it might be a
1: telling sign why they dropped uh the series to the braves i guess yeah <laughs> that's brutal yeah uh who knows there may be some shake up there <clears> with uh girardi and the personnel and all that but yeah i don't know i mean I, girardi's only been there a few years yeah as far as uh players and stuff like that who knows mm-hmm. but yeah uh who knows uh we'll see Mm -hmm. but definitely all
0: eyes on the al right now for sure
1: by next pod we we should know uh what's what's
0: going on more so you know Mm -hmm. for sure uh you want to move on to some nfl yeah i'm down i mean we could briefly the socks clinched Um, oh yeah (laughs) we could we could touch on that a little bit that was i mean it's just a good feeling you know what i mean yeah
1: i don't know how i could forget about the (laughs) socks in the first place but yeah uh I feel good uh, about the Sox where they're sitting at right now. They're uh, they've won four straight, I believe, right? I think uh, so. They're uh, th- they just swept so. uh, Cincy in the two yeah four in the two game series mm-hmm. and uh, coming off a bit a bit of a hot streak right now. They're going into a series versus Detroit where they've got some uh, bad blood going currently too. Oh yeah, so.
0: I'm just scared because like exactly. All right, so Tim Anderson got suspended for three games. Yes, is it these next? three games uh or? he
1: appealed so it's delayed currently but no matter what it won't impede on the playoffs okay. so he's impeding uh and if he's appealing and it uh, he doesn't win the appeal which i think he does seriously have a, a case uh they said he made contact with umpire tim i didn't Timmons even know the, he was
0: involved in the
1: it was even it wasn't literally like in the post game show yesterday they they showed like a little circle like where it zoomed in on it uh-huh. and like it looked like Tim Timmons was, like, trying to, like, hold him back or, like, push him away or something. And, uh-huh. like, Tim, like, kind of, like, didn't really do anything. And it was just kind of – you can't really even tell. Like, it's just the, the heat of the scrum. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of bodies moving each other. And you can't really – like, how do you single him out out of everyone, you know? Yeah. I don't I don't really see it personally. And uh, I'm just kind of ho- going in hoping that there's – no, su- there's no sort of like conflict or anything like that, and nobody gets hit on accident or nobody throws at anyone. Because I know Tony is not gonna purposely throw at anyone. because no, and of then AJ Hinch,
0: AJ Hinch did a good job of defusing the situation post game too. I was actually yeah. really surprised. They're both, that.
1: they're both classy guys, I would mm. say. So I hope nothing of uh, that sort comes because I don't want to see any playoff implications or anything oh like that. I don't even want to take the risk of it, you know what I mean? Think
0: of, I'm, like, I'm just scared thinking about it. Like, say a player gets suspended for the playoffs or like just, yeah, just I, I something don't even, bad enough. I don't I think, know I feel how like, that would be handled. I but feel like the team chemistry and just the discipline of this year's team is good enough yeah. so that we're going to get out of this. I'm fine. just scared
1: that it even happens on accident, yeah. you know, because what if some guy is just trying to throw, like, something inside and it just kind of gets away from him? Because that happens in baseball, obviously. Yeah, like, no one's like, going to
0: see a Brayu like, charging them out. Or something. <laughs> that would be yeah just worst case scenario yeah
1: no i don't i'm not worried about our hitters necessarily but i'm worried about our pitchers just kind of you know mm-hmm. like throwing one and getting ejected and get into suspension for, for sure some lousy thing you know no because it's not like the tigers are really in like they're not in contention anyway they're no. just kind of playing for whatever yeah <laughs> just get some young guys some experience playing for next year yeah, yeah. exactly so, I mean, I'm hoping we can go in there and just sweep and just be done with them yep. <laughs> until next be, year.
0: That would be a huge sweep. Cause oh, that's, yeah. That, that's like what the what the 5 Sox did. They were yeah. struggling towards the end, and then they swept the last series.
1: Yeah, going in seven in a row would be massive, especially for everyone. I think Lance Lynn going out there having five strong. Uh, Giolito going out there doing the same. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice because Rodon going out there uh, going five strong, exactly as I said you know, yeah. last night felt good. Uh, I. The injury concerns were definitely there, uh, like as far as him being good for the playoffs.
0: And I feel like yesterday was just kind of getting some of the kinks that he needed to get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like and and like people are saying, like his adrenaline is going to be there. With the velocity is going to be up in the playoffs. Yeah, at least I
1: just want him to sit ninety-two, ninety-three. That's what that's what I'm cool with. I mm-hmm. know he was sitting ninety-five uh, plus during the uh, the regular season, but he's got a tired arm. We kind of just got to got to face that at this point, but. I wouldn't mind the uh, the Kopech-Rodon combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call it piggybacking is the term where Rodon may go like three or four and you kind of play it by ear and you have Kopech on the hook ready at any moment. And then Kopech three. can go three or four. Exactly. Yeah. He goes three on his back and they combine them as one starter. You yeah. know what I mean? so Rodon sees one, maybe two times through the lineup. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that just kind of... That feeds that feeds the bullpen a lot because at that point you can go to Bummer, you can go to Tapera, and then you could go to Kim and Hendricks, mm-hmm. and hopefully you have a lead by them, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: It's um, a perfect Game Three plan, in my opinion.
0: Oh yeah, no doubt in my mind, because obviously we'll have Geo and Lynn going. Yeah. Um, and which then, is still up in the air, but yeah. Yeah. After that, though, because all right, so then we'll have Cease as our fourth starter. Uh, if needed, but
1: most likely in that case it would be Gio or Lin going on short rest. Okay. Uh, but
0: in the CS, uh, we'd most likely see a C start. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. I would probably assume. And then hopefully, hopefully Dallas Keiko gets left off. I think Ronaldo um, Lopez has earned. a C. yeah! No on no no! The, no no doubt. It
1: depends. Uh, Keiko could definitely be on the roster depending on how they feel about Rodon, especially with how he feels today because he can provide some length that we may need, Uh, but that could be a a series or two thing on like in the World Series if Rodon's got a tired arm, Mm -hmm. they might have Keiko at hand for even like a long relief stint like two or three innings, which is... It could be worse. Yeah. Like many teams, yeah. like a lot of teams, could have a, have it a lot worse than Dallas Kykel. You know, that's true. Like people may not like him and stuff and think he hasn't done very well and hasn't taken accountability and all that stuff. But I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic about him being like our last resort option. If yeah. that makes sense.
0: Yeah, i I'd, ag- I'd agree with that for sure. And then um before we move on to the NFL, people are there's an argument saying that Gavin Sheets could possibly have earned a playoffs roster spot. What do you think I, about I that? I agree.
1: Uh with I think it was basically uh announced when Brian Goodwin got announced I uh, got put on the IL because they could have easily just uh let him go okay. <laughs> or just DFA'd him or some sort, but they kind of put him on the IL and that kind of just kind of announced it basically like yeah. with, announced it without announcing it because they were both going to play the same role and they were both fighting for the same spot mm. because we know Billy's going to make it we know Leori's going to be on the team so mm. I mean and Engel obviously and Vaughn so yeah. it kind of just had to be one or the other because they yeah. both specialize in hitting righties so Sheets just played his way into better, it yeah. Yeah, especially
0: uh, lately, he's been raking lately, and
1: coming up in some big moments also. So, oh for sure, <laughs> a lot of people are calling him future Mr. October. I'm
0: honestly happy with like just getting good one midseason and what he was able to kind of oh yeah for, for a little bit. He exceeded my expectations. Yeah, I believe he he
1: should be around in the dugout and stuff like that during the playoffs because he never technically got let go. He's just on the IL, so that'll be cool to have him in the dugout. Him and him and Billy are definitely uh, some good uh, motivators, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh they get the they get the dugout pretty uh riled up sometimes. So it's mm-hmm. it's pretty good energy to have especially going into the playoffs.
0: So you don't do you does he have an injury or did they just throw it oh uh, no, I'm sure he did, but yeah. it was
1: something he probably could have played through yeah. in my in my estimation. Yeah,
0: I feel you on that. Um, it's. I mean, I think it's we're in really good shape move. right now, honestly. If oh, we yeah. Could, if we could sweep this last series, like you said, that would yeah. be massive. Or even two out of three. Massive. That would be huge. Yeah, just winning this last series in general would be massive for the team. Yeah. Um, I think we can move on from the MLB. Yeah. That actually went a little longer than I thought it would have, but... That's uh, fine. Which is fine. Um, We're just going to kind of cover some of the games, see what the spreads are like. Actually, we're going to cover every game. So
1: Yeah, we're just going to pick a winner and then... <clears throat> Uh possibly. I mean if we want to throw out there uh some not betting advice but yeah. what we think what would, would happen yeah. uh as far as like uh the spreads and mm-hmm. you know how it may
0: go. I alright, so first game we got Jaguars at Bengals. Since he is uh favored seven and a half, I would say take the Bangles and take the spread. Uh Jaguars are kinda of lost right now, in my opinion. <sighs>
1: Yeah, uh I I would agree with that. It just feels it an, feels like
0: a large spread for like you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Uh it, for a home team too, I mean, I'm honestly a little surprised that uh the the spread isn't like a ten and a half, mm-hmm. honestly, or an eight and a half. But I mean, that's what scares me. Like Vegas knows all, so like I know the Bengals the Bengals are for sure winning this game, that's yeah. there's no doubt. Uh but it just feels like a trap game. I yeah. don't know. I I wanted a part of me wants to say, if you, like... If
0: you had to bet on the spread, who would you who would you put it on? I think I'm going Jags. Really? Yeah, it just, That's it just fine. feels good because it... It's not like looked, the Bengals are a powerhouse or
1: anything. Yeah, they've so. looked so bad, and I just... Like, are they really going to look so bad for so Every long? Game. Like, is there not going to be at least one game where Trevor just comes out and slings it? Because it's not like the Bengals are a crazy defense. Like, right. they're they're about an average unit, I would say, so mm-hmm. far. So, like... I don't know. I I feel like it's just one of those games where the Bengals just win by, like, a a couple field goals, you know? Yeah. Maybe, Maybe, like, yeah, like a couple
0: field goals feels good to me. Like six? Yeah.
1: Maybe a touchdown.
0: Maybe? Just seven, like they're right on the At edge of best, the best. Yeah. I I don't know. Okay. I, I mean I respect that. There's
1: a scenario where it goes awful, obviously, but in, <laughs> in my heart of hearts I'd probably just go be, or just go Jags here. Really? <laughs> with the on spread. the spread. Yeah, yeah, with
0: the spread. With the spread. But winner, obviously, I, I mean we both think the Bengals are gonna win that game. So.
1: Yeah, I think it easily could be just a sloppy football
0: game. Oh yeah. Could be very low scoring, honestly, too.
1: Yeah, that's what the seven and a half kinda gives
0: me. It's mm-hmm. bad bad mojo there. For sure. Um, next we have Washington football team at Atlanta Falcons, Washington one and a half. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on this. I don't know. It's a part of me. Like I,
1: I have that thing in my head that makes me think Washington has been a good defense or is a good defense, but this year they have not been a good defense. So Mm -hmm. in my head, it's like, I want, like, I just consider that all the time and considering how bad the Falcons have looked, it just I don't know, it's playing in the dome too. I feel like this could be a get right game for the for the Washington football team. I agree. I was lie. I
0: was thinking the exact same thing. And with Washington only being favored one and a half, even though they are the away team, I think yeah. I would take them on the spread too.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Uh I mean Taylor Heineke's average at best. He's uh, not terrible, you know. Yeah, he's he's also not like a world beater but i also think that atlanta not being a very good run defense they could just run all over them all day and oh yeah for kinda sure kind of just make it one of those games where matt ryan still slinging it in the fourth quarter down two touchdowns mm-hmm. so like i feel like every falcons game has gone ever yeah. in the past three years but
0: i, I mean yeah seriously <laughs> yeah i don't know i just
1: i just feel like it's one of those games where chase young pins his ears back and gets two or three sacks mm-hmm. to be yeah
0: honest. i mean i think so too um both of these teams are kind of struggling right now, but I do think that Washington's kind of uh, poised for a bounce-back game here, so especially yeah. against a struggling at, a Falcons team. So we're both taking Falcons on the pick and on the spread. Agreed. Next, we have the Lions versus our Chicago Bears <laughs> at home. And the Bears are only favored by three points. That is just kind of a slap in the face to all yeah. Bears fans. To
1: be a home favorite against one of the worst teams in the NFL, and you're only given, you're only getting three. You're not even getting spotted three and a half. Yeah, that's. I don't even want to say that's a spit in the face. It feels just right.
0: <laughs> honestly, <laughs>
1: like, like I don't even. There's no no way else to put it. Honestly, like I think. I but to st- I say all that and I still think the Bears cover. <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, I I think so. Oh, part of me part of me like my mind is saying that the Bears are going to cover the spread and win the game, but in my heart I kind of want us to lose. Just I don't <laughs> That's fair. That's you know fair. what I mean? Like I just I would be interested to see what happens with Nagy cuz I I've, I feel like this year already for playoffs it's kind of a throwaway. It's it is, no, yeah, it is. No, the Packers are going to run away with this That's division. completely fair. Uh but i I just don't it's see just the like we go out and we get embarrassed by the Rams, then we actually like have a good showing, a great defensive game against the Bengals. you yeah. know what I mean, even though Justin Fields wasn't great in that game, he showed promise, decent, yeah, he showed a lot of promise, and then we go against the Browns, who respectfully are one of the better teams, if not one of the best teams in the league this year, um just all around they're pretty solid, yeah, um, but we got absolutely embarrassed by them <laughs> like it was <laughs> to say it, the least. it was brutal, yeah, so. I mean, but we haven't really slammed the Lions. The Lions are, I mean, they're worse than we are, I'd say. You know? nah,
1: yeah, they've had some uh, some nice uh, little hang-in-there stories, but mm-hmm. they, at the Just end of the day, around, they're still like, 0-3, yeah. you know?
0: I feel like that's kind of the peak of where they're going to be at this year, is like yeah. right up there with some good teams. but
1: Yeah, they'll have like maybe one at best two games where they kind of sneak up on some good teams, mm-hmm. but... I feel um, like
0: you get that every year with everybody, though. Oh know? yeah,
1: no, that's yeah, that's not like <laughs> that's not saying they're like anything impressive, yeah. but I yeah, I still think the Bears cover here. I think this is more of a get right game. I think Nagy makes a f- uh, some subtle adjustments, and we uh, still
0: don't know who's calling
1: plays. Yeah, even I mean, even Bill Lazor would probably do a, a, a decent job yeah. because the Lions are pretty abysmal on defense. I'd yeah. say personnel wise. So, I mean. We should be able to just dominate them in the skill position department. So mm-hmm. even with that, uh, Jared Goff has always seen ghosts when it comes to playing the Chicago Bears. So
0: <laughs> yeah, he has. Honestly, he w- I remember the Bears had the Rams number when he was there. So oh yeah, uh, he's always had rough games against us. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Whether or not we've beaten him or not, that's a different story. But he's never done well. So and
0: now in a much worse system with worse teammates and not the best coach. I mean, he's just <laughs> it's. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. I don't. I think. mean, yeah. I mean, our defense is definitely
1: not as good as past years, but it's still a, an above average unit, I'd say. So mm. they've held they held their own last week against the Browns, even with the time of possession battle just completely not in their favor. Mm. So yeah, I got the Bears covering here, uh, probably winning
0: by ten or so, I'd say. I'd agree. I'd definitely agree with that. Um, next we have Titans at Jets. <laughs> the Jets. Oh, the
1: Jets. I, I think they're just. I think, this is what kind of comes with having a, a rookie gunslinger quarterback, especially with uh, a co-
0: a first year head coach and a first year offensive coordinator. They're kind of like just a like a newbie. I feel like they're like an expansion team this year or something. You know what I mean? Kinda. Just yeah. Like, I I get
1: that. I get that type of vibe from them. Uh, Zach Wilson's like he's no matter what he's gonna sling it, and mm-hmm. the offensive line is not held up for him whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You so you can't even blame him. He's just gonna be he's gonna be chucking some games, and some games the he's it's he's gonna make some miraculous plays, and other games he's gonna have four interceptions in mm-hmm. the first half, you know. it's just kind of what it comes with. He's he's probably gonna throw over twenty interceptions this year. It's just whether or not you expect him to throw four or I mean two to four interceptions this game or not, yeah. you know? Yeah.
0: I mean Titans are favorite seven and a half. I would take the Titans on the spread for this game, honestly. Um I think i uh, uh i don't know it's hard to say because the titans have beat a few good teams um, yeah
1: their defense just doesn't impress me too much yeah but i think i think i agree here i think that it's not
0: like a it's not like a yes like slam this no yeah or anything, definitely you know not I, mean? I
1: think it's a uh, derrick henry runs all over them 125 yards type of day you know? i was
0: i mean so far on my prediction on derrick henry i've been completely wrong um I just want to um, throw that out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's still early, though. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some guys have, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm like rooting for that or anything, but some guys could easily just get hurt and then it makes you seem like a genius, you know?
0: And he's one of those guys, just uh, he's such a big body and he's like a powerful runner and everything. So it's just like, yeah, exactly. We'll see. But he's, I mean, continuing to impress thus far.
1: Yeah, exactly. I agree. Uh I think I think Tennessee is probably the bet here. I don't feel great about it. But I don't either. I think that's I think that's what you gotta go with here. For sure.
0: Alright, we have the Browns at the Vikings. Browns minus two and a half. I feel like that spread could be bigger. I don't know. How are the, the Vikings It's um, because
1: they're at home. That's literally. I think that's the reason they're yeah. not getting
0: spotted more. I'm still surprised either way. Yeah. I mean the Vikings have looked okay. Yeah. Because they they pushed the Bengals to overtime. Yeah. They challenged the Cardinals. Yeah. Beat the Seahawks. Exactly. So they've so, hung in there. They're a sneaky team. I still, I still don't think they're that good though. No, I feel I mean? like
1: I feel like taking the Browns is a is a good pick here though. Uh, to, I would definitely to not agree keep with taking that. favorites over and over, but it just feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I think Kirk Cousins may get harassed a little bit by Miles Garrett and that could take him out of his element a little bit. And I know Dalvin Cook could take the pressure off, but I don't know. I feel good about the Browns here. Me I too. really do. Yeah. Uh,
0: Honestly, when they're rolling, like they are definitely one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Um, they they they're right there hanging with the Chiefs. Um, beat the Texans fairly easily. Same beat, with the Bears. Beat the Bears <laughs> easily. That's an understatement. But uh I mean, they don't really have that many weaknesses in their, in their no, entire, really. you know, everything. Yeah,
1: and Odell looked good coming back. I know they don't have Jarvis, who's their short guy, but I think they'll be just fine without him personally because mm-hmm. that run game is nasty. And you saw Jarvis's short targets just went to Kareem Hunt, who's not a bad option to yeah. like <laughs> to give the ball out of the backfield. Too, not at so. all,
0: yeah. So well, it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. All right, and then we have the Colts at the Dolphins. Um Let's see. Colts are 0 3 this year. Dolphins. Um, let's see. Excuse me. You yeah. all right? Yeah. A little, uh, Just had a clear through.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I Personally, I got, the, I got the Colts winning this game. Yeah. So that means I probably have them taken, uh, obviously, having them taken the spread. I. I think I'm going to agree with you here. Yeah, the Colts are a scrappy team, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the Dolphins are also scrappy. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I feel like the difference between Jacoby Brissett and Tua Tagovailoa aren't that big anyway. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just – the Dolphins are such like a – I don't know. They they smell eight wins to me. I know they won 10 last year, but mm. they just – I don't know. The regression just feels like – it just feels like it's there. I don't know.
0: I, I would agree on, with you on that for sure. I, I feel
1: know. like I was, I was kind of – uh, they were kind of banking on a two a step up this year to kind of get over the hump, but that's obviously not happening happening currently. But mm-hmm. I wasn't even sure about it happening in general, anyway. Who's,
0: so. who's starting for the uh, Colts is uh,
1: Carson. Once played last week, so I'm gonna assume it's him. You, he uh, he's playing on two know. sprained ankles. Yeah. <laughs> who's their backup? Uh, Jacob Eason. Uh, it would. I don't know if it was he from Sam? Georgia. Huh? Uh Washington and Georgia, I believe. Okay. Uh he transferred from Georgia to Washington. Okay. But uh uh Sam Ellinger uh would also from be an TX's. option. But he's he's <laughs> on IR I believe. Yeah. So uh yeah, that's Jacob Eason's kind of just meh. Uh yeah. he's not anything spectacular. Yeah, so. I, w-
0: I mean I'm with you on this one. I'm definitely taking the Dolphins. Yeah, and are you taking the Dolphins or the Colts? Uh oh did you say you are taking the Colts? Yeah. Oh I would I'm taking the Dolphins. Oh, okay. So. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, they're both scrappy teams, but like like you said, I don't know. It's yeah, just, it's uh, tough. It's really
1: tough. Because uh, both, both these teams are
0: so, like, meh.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Colts have a... Somewhat stout defense, and I like their weapons a little more, but mm. I don't know uh <laughs> the dolphins just don't they don't have any promise to me that's the only thing that scares me, but mm. with this game i just I just get the the colts vibe here <laughs> all right i'll
0: i'll I'll take the dolphins on this one um, okay. I don't feel great about the bet, but you know it's yeah. kind of just one of those games where mm-hmm. it's like it's probably gonna be close scrappy game, all yeah, right, see what happens. We got the panthers at the cowboys. Dallas is minus four and a half. I think I'm taking the Panthers. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh personally hammering the Panthers. Yeah, team. I would. I would definitely bet on the spread and money line here. Um, yeah, that's just me personally. I mean, the Panthers are kind of. They're just rolling right now. No,
1: yeah, I completely agree. I think the. <laughs> I actually think the Panthers are a legit team, and I don't think. The Cowboys are gonna be, going to be able to stop the Panthers on offense, which is funny. Which was Sam Darnold kind of is a good quarterback. Like uh, he's looked pretty solid. I like his. I like Matt Rules uh, and Joe Brady's offensive scheme, mm-hmm. uh, and along with DJ Moore just being a very solid weapon. I know Christian McCaffrey being out kind of hinders them a little bit, but I still, I still think I got the Panthers here oh, uh, yeah, as so. far as the spread goes, and. The Panthers to win is a little tough for me. I might pick the Cowboys to win, but I like the Panthers with the spread. I think it's going to be a close game, personally, because I think the Panthers' defense is actually legit. I like Brian Burns. I like – well, they did lose J.C. Horn, but I still like Dante Jackson. Mm -hmm. So I – I think I believe in them a little bit <laughs> personally. I think Shaq Thompson's played pretty well this year and I think <coughs> they could easily they could easily be a uh, an actual defense,
0: like a legit defense. I'd know. agree with that completely, yeah. So I mean I would I'm with you on that. I would definitely hammer the Panthers here. I like I don't I was Dallas' favorite four and a half in this game. I think as the Panthers are kinda like a surprise three and team this year, but I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, nobody really expected problems. that, but yeah. <laughs> For sure. All right, we have the Giants at the Saints. Saints are favored 7.5. I would say Moneyline, Saints are going to win this game. I don't think they're going to cover the spread. That's me personally. (sighs) I think... I'm hammering the money
1: line on the spread for really? the Saints here, yeah. It just feels like a Daniel Jones fumbles two times. <laughs> like, it just feels like it to me. I don't I know. I could see the Giants
0: just like – I could possibly see the Giants kind of sneaking, like stealing a win here, but I just okay. I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to be like a three-point game. The Saints, I, that first week against the Packers, I feel like they didn't play the Packers. It's an anomaly, yeah. Yeah, that was just like a fluke game.
1: I think also the Saints' defense is also – legit in my opinion so mm-hmm. that's that's the reason I got the spread covering here because I just feel like the Giants would get limited on offense you think so yeah I could I, see I just feel
0: like their their offense just has a bunch of question marks kind of right now mm-hmm. with Winston um yeah I get that first year starter in the system he's had he's been great uh, the first game he was great a little bit of inconsistency lately um he's yeah. kind of a loose cannon sometimes so much like he was in Tampa Bay, but we'll yeah. see what happens. I I think that the Giants are going to cover the spread, though. That's yeah. just
1: me. I just think uh, I think I'm more saying that J- the Saints defense is going to dominate the Giants offense, more so that the S- Saints offense is going to uh, dominate the Giants defense. You know, mm-hmm. so I I don't know. I think Daniel Jones is just going to get uh, a little <laughs> a little overwhelmed. I think.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a fair point, and and we've definitely seen that from him in the past. So yeah. Um, All right, next game. We have the Chiefs at Eagles. Same spread. Kansas City is favored 7.5. I would say, for me personally, I'd hammer the Chiefs, especially after two straight losses. Easy. I think they're gonna they're gonna win by like I think (laughs) twenty eight or thirty (laughs) five points this week. Like seriously, they're they're gonna be out for blood.
1: Unless unless there's bad weather that I don't know about, I don't see it going very well for the Philadelphia
0: Eagles. No, it's it's. I mean, Chiefs have lost two close games in a row. They're gonna be fired up. Yeah,
1: and especially if the the Eagles
0: couldn't really get a
1: grasp on the Cowboys' high-powered offense, and they didn't do well against their defense either, I don't see the Chiefs letting off the gas pedal here.
0: Chiefs, I, I seriously see them winning by like four touchdowns. Yeah,
1: it's a statement game for yeah. me at least. Oh
0: yeah, no doubt, no doubt. They're gonna, they're one and two right now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, they're like we're the Chiefs.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're not very happy with themselves. No. I'd say. I mean, they've lost the tough teams. So Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you're, yeah, they're not,
0: they're not feeling very no, they're, well. They're not going to be messing around <laughs> this week. So even though the spread is seven and a half, um, I would absolutely hammer the Chiefs this week. <laughs> Not for this uh next game. Bro, uh, that <laughs> spread is throwing me off. <laughs> Buffalo Texans at Buffalo, Buffalo's favorite sixteen and a half. Oh my gosh. I that's such a that's such a trap. That is cause every everybody's gonna hammer like the Bills, obviously money yeah. line, but like And
1: it's Mills, it's Davis Mills Mafia versus Bill's mafia. I mean it's the it's the mafias going at each other. <laughs> um okay, let's see. The Bills
0: I They've I don't looked know. good in their last two games. No,
1: yeah, they lost to the Steelers, which is a tough defense week one, and then yeah. they've just kind of – And week
0: one's kind of just like a bunch of weird things are yeah, going on. Yeah, and
1: then they just dominated the Dolphins, and then they dominated the – Washington football okay, team. Okay, yeah.
0: And Josh Allen finally found his step last game, like in full stride. Yeah, he, he uh, had a killer week last week. Yeah, he dominated. So I,
1: I don't feel good about the Texans here, but 16 and a half <laughs> – I I think I still take the Bills here. (laughs) Me too. I don't know. I I think it's more just because uh, the Texans. I think
0: their their defense is going to get lit up. Yeah,
1: the the Texans and David Cully and Davis Mills, they really didn't open up the playbook too much, and they Mm -hmm. were kind of dinking and dunking a little bit on Thursday night football. So I don't feel too great about it. I think it's going to be – the only thing that scares me about the the spread is the,
0: the garbage time. Yeah. That's true. You yeah, know, like it's one of those games. You see them, like, only winning by 14 at the end. Yeah. yeah, like, a late, yeah, exactly. late touchdown Brandon with, Cooks with the 45. St- touchdown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Cooks can do that. I mean, he's been surprisingly extremely consistent this year. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, yeah, I would – I don't feel great about taking the spread here, but I would – if I had to choose, I would take Buffalo minus 16 and a half.
1: Yeah, I – I agree. I mean Buffalo's obviously winning, but yeah, I think that's I think that's what I'm going with also.
0: We have Cardinals at Rams, Rams minus four and a half. I think people can make you can make a case, you can make a case that the Rams are the best team in the league right now. Yeah, but, no no no, agree. But sometimes the best teams, they lose games, sometimes they lose divisional games. And when you're coming off a high beating the can, the 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 defending champions, I can I can seriously see the Cardinals winning this game by like 3 points, maybe 7 points. I would take money line Cardinals. I think they upset the Rams this week. Uh I think
1: I'm taking the Cardinals with I'm taking the Cardinals spread wise. Mhm. But I'm taking the Rams to win. You think so? Yeah, I think they're just they're just gonna keep on rolling. I don't know. I think Sean McVay just I could I just see a little hiccup in the season I could, somewhere. No, no, you know definitely I mean? they're gonna lose somewhere. Yeah. I don't see them as undefeated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. I I I see. Kyler maybe throwing uh, an interception at the end of the game and that's just kind of that's a, like, that's a know, fair point too you know it's just that it's just like that one little
0: thing that causes them not to win you Stafford know? I'm just I'm honestly happy for Matt Stafford he's yeah. just showing how good of a quarterback he can be in a great system you yeah. know what I mean
1: yeah as Bears fans I mean we've seen it at firsthand he yeah really he's dangerous
0: <laughs> he's just I mean when you're in Detroit there's only so much you could yeah. really do all those days he woke up feeling dangerous and he couldn't <laughs> do anything about it <laughs> so you're taking you would take the Cardinals on the spread but. You still think the Rams are gonna win? Yep. I could just I don't know. I just see the Cardinals kind of sneaking out this game right here, maybe winning them on a last second field goal or something.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I I can get behind that. I just that's just, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. It can go either way. I agree. All right, so we have Seahawks at Niners. Niners are minus three. Uh, I want to hear what you say.
1: Oh my Oh, it's tough. This it's is tough. such a because the Seahawks have probably they could have very well won all their games so far. Yeah, they probably have should have won all their games, especially against the Titans. That game was a little frustrating to watch, but it was a, a classic Seattle Seahawks game to yeah. lose. But uh, man, it's tough. I think the it's going to be very close. Um, man, uh, I I can't I can't really put my finger on it, but I think the Seahawks probably win in cover. Obviously, if they won, I'd agree.
0: Yeah, that's literally what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I think the there's 49ers, just something about the Niners.
1: Like it's a it's a very close game. Don't get me wrong. It yeah. goes down to the wire. But I just think the Seahawks edge it out just slightly. I'd agree
0: with you. I uh, yeah, I was very interested to see what you'd say because i like ah, I don't. It's gonna be close. Like you know, this game's gonna be really close. Yeah. Divisional matchup. Um, it's always close. Oh yeah, yeah. Between the and the Niners, you know, they're not a pushover team or anything. But injuries and then Jimmy G's like. He's average at best. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's no, he's not
1: going to win you any games. Yeah. But it's just—it's about can
0: they contain the uh, the theatrics of Russell? Ru- I just <laughs> I said with the list of yeah. Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I could see—I could definitely see some like huge plays by like Russell to yeah. lock for seventy-five yards, or you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it just they always feels just inevitable. I mean, or
1: DK just somehow getting getting scraced, an eighty-yard yeah. touchdown or something. You yeah, know, when there's guys over the top staring at him every play, but yeah.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um so, yeah, I would take Seahawks on spread obviously and then I would take the money line too. Yeah. And on to the next game, I This is I this is blowing my mind that the Broncos are favored. That's crazy.
1: It's because of the 3 and 0 thing and I and they're at that, home. But I honestly, I'm not buying into the Denver Broncos until I see them. So I saw beat I was watching Someone with, I was
0: watching an ESPN show yesterday, and they said they're a legit team. Like, they're—I mean, to each his own on their opinions, I guess. But I don't see it quite yet. I don't. They've played the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. You think yep. that's You can't really take anything from that. Yeah, and those are three of the worst teams in the entire league. They've beat them all by ten plus. Don't Arguably, they wrong, the three worst teams in the league, though.
1: No, yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was getting at. It's kind of like, well, is this fool's gold? And I can't take them. I can't take them minus one against the the, the Ravens. The Ravens? No, yeah. I can't either. The and Ravens who have beat the Kansas City Chiefs already. Yeah, you know they're I mean?
0: dangerous. And I feel like this game could be a slap in the face for the Broncos. I could see the Ravens winning by like twenty one points, possibly. Yeah, the, I th- the I think Denver so. defense is good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but. but I don't see
1: them winning this game, and their offense offense isn't
0: great either. Teddy's been fine, but he's not. You got Teddy Bridgewater versus Lamar Jackson, (laughs) two Louisville quarterbacks. But I think we all know who's better here. Completely different Louisville quarterbacks at that. (laughs) Completely different.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Both first-round picks, though, man. (laughs) But I don't. I don't see a scenario where Denver comes out here and wins this game. I'm not gonna lie, because they're basically with the minus one, they're going. Just basically a, a straight up money line, you yeah. know. So yeah, I would, I would definitely, I
0: definitely bet on the Ravens. I just can't believe they're favored. That's crazy to me. I know, I I know a, it's at home and they're three and oh, but damn.
1: Yeah, man. I maybe like a Ravens
0: plus one. That's, That's what crazy. Was, a Ravens minus one. That's yeah. what I would have guessed. But yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I personally don't. Yeah, I
0: would definitely, definitely take the Ravens here. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Then we have the Steelers at the Packers. Steelers, Steelers are kind of falling apart at the seams right now.
1: Yeah, I think it's easy Packers money line spread here. I would uh, agree with you on that. Big Ben, um, I mean, targeting. Still slinging guy, it 58 times a game. Najee Harris, 14 catches last week.
0: Yeah. Uh, but that's like that's kind just of just showing that roethlisberger is scared to push it down uh, the field he, well i don't i don't know if it's scared or if, if he can yeah <laughs> I fi- well, that's I what i mean like he, yeah,
1: yeah i know it's he i don't he physically can't like yeah. i i don't i don't know like what what they could possibly do with the rest of the season because they're not going to bench him they just kind of got to ride this one out with their with their great defense that is getting older may i add yeah like cam hayward is not very young and no. neither joe, is hayden. joe hayden exactly so it's I don't know. And Stefan Tewitt's not that young either, so it's kind of like you're kind of wasting a year on that prime defense, but yeah. there's nothing they can really do until next year because no. what are you going to do, put in Dwayne Haskins? I don't see a scenario where yeah, they still possible. have Mason Rudolph or no? Um, maybe, but does he, like, he doesn't move the needle either, no. so it's kind of like you kind of got to stick with Ben and just – Hope that somehow that abysmal offensive line can do something for him also. But yeah, it's just kind of a train wreck watching the Steelers. They're kind of carrying on from that second half of last year yep. where they just – they were stagnant. Mm-hmm. So What did they win their first,
0: what was it, eight games last might year? Might have been more. Yeah. Like, nine Over or ten
1: 10? like 11-ish 11-12 yeah. that sounds right yeah and they just kind of th- and exactly as soon as and they that got smoked by the browns stagnant yeah. until yeah it's just it's hard to watch it really is like yeah. watching a Steelers game is not very, very frustrating fun. yeah for sure because their defense just plays great but Ben does gives them no favors and it's it's just kind of his butt body deteriorating. It's not his fault at this point, so mm. it's kind of hard to put any blame on him. It's just kind of how it is. It's just know? funny
0: still seeing Tomlin and, and <laughs> Roethlisberger tandem. It's funny because and they're always like, I feel like throughout all these years, they're always in like the pretty good category. for Yeah, the teams. and he
1: was he was always like a heavier dude who couldn't really move much. So yeah. like it
0: was always like, okay, he's a
1: heavier guy, he doesn't move well, but, but he's got but a killer arm. Yeah, man. and then now it's but like now he's <laughs> a skinnier guy who still can't move, so it just looks a little weird. But but <laughs> just kind of a funny dynamic. They said they,
0: they were getting um, quotes from people close to the Steelers yesterday, and they said that he's nothing more than a game facilitator. And I I agree. I would <laughs> agree with that, but that's just like so kind of sad to hear.
1: Yeah, I know, cause you you know him as the Big Ben who is like <laughs> every bone in his body's broken, but he's just still somehow out scrambling around the pocket, maneuvering and just and now finding something. and now every
0: bone in his body's broken, but he he just cannot move anymore. So he's got that going for him. <laughs> it's it's finally all caught up to him. Agreed. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would take Packers minus seven and a half. Packers money line, obviously. Yeah. All right, now on to second this, to last game, the Sunday night football game. Sunday night game. This is gonna be, this is gonna be crazy because uh, Brady's sixty seven yards away from the yeah, passing record which, or something, which he should break. Which he's going to
1: break yeah. in Foxborough against his former team, against his former coach, with all that store all those storylines. You going can't, on. you can't write it better than this. Yeah, <laughs> with the uh, Air Parent starting. Oh, the uh, maybe Air Parent starting uh, on the other side of the field. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, Tampa Bay is uh, favored by seven here as mm-hmm. road favorites. But, I mean, man, like, what do you expect from this game? Because Tom said there's he so knows. There's so many different, like. There's so many narratives and different things you have to consider here mm. with bill uh tom saying he knows what he's expecting from bill and all that it's just and then bill could say the same about tom you know yeah I it's mean, just all coach speak play like i
0: will coach speak from the coach at quarterback but it's you know. hard because like people were saying like when brady was in foxborough his only criticism was well can he win without um what's his name belichick so yeah, he goes to and tampa, vice versa yeah. he goes to tampa and wins and then everyone's saying well um, that just proves he's better because, like Bill, without Brady, doesn't make the playoffs. But Tampa went out and got all these weapons. You yeah. know what I mean. So there's a lot of factors and, involved.
1: And as much as Bill acts like he doesn't care, you know, like you know he cares. Yeah, you know he's he wants to be known as that mastermind yeah. that who who facilitated the whole thing. And yeah. Brady was just a, a pawn to everything. You know. Yeah. But I mean
0: brady's kind of a psychopath like it oh yeah just winning think, ways and everything i think
1: both of them have a little crazy in them which is probably why it didn't work for well it worked but when it while it yeah, didn't end kinda, after a and then bit, you yeah. heard
0: things of like brady wanted to leave after 2017
1: yeah and, and their last <laughs> their last like departure conversation was over a brady phone call. wanted to
0: meet in person he's like i don't really have time for that <laughs> like, dude you were with this guy for 20 years yeah like, that was on. such that was the biggest spite that's, move that's the biggest <laughs> that that's the biggest bill move i'm sure he was salty that he was leaving leaving too oh yeah no doubt um yeah with with all the things that could happen in this game i i I would take i would take tampa money line tampa spread still i'm going tampa money line
1: and i have a scenario in my head where Tampa Bay just throws a party on their field and just slinging it all all around the field the whole game. and Mac Jones throws two picks and it's just a just a brutal game for all the Patriots fans, mm. but something in my head tells me that tampa bay wins this game but it's a lot closer than people think like, like I think, three points yeah i think it's like a like a 16-13 game or really? something like that yeah. just because it's in It's Fox, just a right? real gritty game yeah like i think brady throw, like comes out has like an early fumble or an early pick or something like that and it's just it's kind of like a defensive stalwart game and kind of not throws like a a wrench like in his like i just his wonder his, how pretty he's gonna but,
0: react just to like the crowd just being in I don't know. they're not gonna boo him
1: so like yeah. it's just i don't know like i feel like it's gonna be like a little emotional for him so maybe he's not on his a game you know so mm. that's what I, like i don't know i think it's like a little bit of a like a sloppy game but i he obviously breaks the record but i don't think it's the prettiest game like the storybook mm. it's a cinderella type thing that he's probably going for you know who do you take on the spread the Patriots, Patriots, yeah, I, I got, I got Tampa Bay winning, okay. but I got the Patriots probably
0: up. taking covering that spread. Yeah, personally, I still like Tampa on the spread. That's just me, though. Yeah. I think they'll if win it by like Tampa, 10, be ten, maybe. That would be my guess. But uh it's this game's gonna be crazy. No doubt, it's gonna be awesome. Very awesome game. Um, last game of the week, you got the Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers are minus three and a half. Coming off a huge win against the Chiefs, yeah. might I add. Um, Both teams are coming out firing right now. Yeah. Um, I know the Chargers are... have Two they? and one. Okay, two and one. And then what about the Raiders? Because I know the Raiders, they snuck that win against the Ravens. That game was nuts. They're three and oh. Ravens are three and oh. I mean, or the Raiders. Raiders. I believe, yes. Beat Okay, they beat the Steelers by nine. So that's like kind of expected, and then they beat the Dolphins by three. Won a f- very all, close game against the Ravens.
1: Yeah, all of these teams are somewhat like, they're. I don't know what the pot to put this. They're they're good enough to like be considered like a playoff
0: team, like a lower. T- yeah, class exactly. So team. like they've
1: beat, they've had good three good wins. I'd say mm-hmm. personally,
0: like the Chargers though, they they. They narrowly beat the, the the football team. The football team. Then they lose to the Cowboys. Then they beat the Chiefs. It's like, it's I the Cowboys know. are like,
1: they're considered a solid team. I would say at this point. So mm-hmm. I don't think that was a bad loss. Yeah. But I think they're coming off a high, so it's tough, you know, because
0: both teams are good teams. And my and like they are good teams, but they're like they're like in that category where you have like your Super Bowl contenders, and then they're like. Playoff. in the tier. They're like in the playoff tier. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Uh, they're very like similar in the way that I view them.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I think the Chargers have a little more upside just because the Raiders, just with Derek Carr and John Gruden, have just never seemed to be able to get over that hump.
0: And mm-hmm. the I really like Justin Herbert, too. Yeah,
1: exactly. And the Char- Chargers are that new, fresh team with the new head coach Brandon Staley. So, mm-hmm. man. But the three and a half, they're at, they're at home, but I don't know. It's that new stadium. I mean, they've played there, they played there already, but man.
0: Both teams have, like, new stadiums. I think the Chargers
1: win, but it's like... Dude, like, yeah, the money line, because
0: I could easily see this being a game where the Chargers win by, like, a field goal. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Or, like, an OT game, because the Raiders have been playing everything
0: close. Yeah. Um, mm. My gut is telling me Chargers, but like you said, I, I mean, I wouldn't be comfortable with either pick here. I think the Chargers win an OT by a field goal. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying now. Yeah, that just feels, and that just feels great. And these Sunday
0: game. and Monday night games, I feel like there's always, like, antics and they're always close yeah. games. I feel like this feels like a classic
1: Monday night Raiders game. They just oh, they just feel like such a Monday night team. They, <laughs> uh, yeah, they and they always find
0: a way to either, like, win <laughs> yeah. on the last second or just keep it close till the John very Gruden, end. John Gruden lives for Monday night in the booth or on the field. And you his know? face <laughs> is always the same no matter what happens. So, like, when they had that turnover in the end zone, he's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time they win the game, he's like,
1: Raiders. Raiders get a little lead early. Herbert storms back. Gets a couple touchdowns. You know, that's it's just a classic Monday night football game. Uh, I don't know. That's how I feel. Three and a
0: half is just like
1: exactly. That's exactly man. why it's a exactly why it's a Chargers winning overtime. That's oh, a, that's a Raiders man. game to lose. <laughs> Even though they've
0: won these games this I year, just, I don't want. They're d- bound. They're bound. I'll <laughs> take I'll take Chargers on the spread. Yeah. I don't feel great about it, but yeah, I, I don't know. Chargers. I feel like it's almost too good to be true yeah. that it would be an overtime game.
1: The Philip Rivers Chargers don't win this game. No, no, they the don't. Anthony even win Lynn this game. Chargers don't win this game. But, but, but the, the Justin brand- Herbert <laughs> brand new Chargers, <laughs> the Justin Herbert Brandon Saley Chargers, win this game. Oh yeah, I'm pounding the table on this one. Take, <laughs> take the take the money line. Uh, even though I'm
0: so I'm talking like I'm so confident, but I still have the Raiders covering the spread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, t- I'm taking money line and spread, so that that should do it for NFL games this week. Um, anything else you want to add about football? No, we covered all of our yeah. bases with the NFL, I'd say. Yep. Um, all right, so just kind of briefly touching on the NHL. Hawks played last night. Um, Taze got on the ice. He looked good. I'm sure he was tired. His first game action in yeah. over a season. He was saying in training camp, too, he was feeling tired, but yeah. he, was, he was just loving being out there. It's good to get there. some ice time. Yeah. Um, we lost, blew it late, lost in a shootout. Tays had a nasty shootout goal though. He was the first one up, so it, it kind of looks like he hasn't lost a step, which is very refreshing. I don't care if we win or lose in um, preseason, but it's just we're, I'm seeing some good things, so that's what I'm happy about.
1: Oh yeah, just want to see. You just want to get an overall, like general, like how the team may play, like some
0: just getting some of the dust off. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: just how they play together, you know.
0: It was just it was it was nice. There there was definitely some. Uh, some good things yesterday during the game so yeah. very excited about the season coming up for sure um nba we have ben simmons that is just it's a mess it's <laughs> a philly. saga and a half yeah, I'd say. it's a mess in philly
1: I don't know if you saw today, uh, the new news is that Joel Embiid said that the reason Jimmy Butler originally got traded from Philly was because, or just uh, gone from Philly in general, was because of Ben Simmons. Really? Yeah, which is an interesting <clears throat> thing. I am i wouldn't doubt it. What did they it. say,
0: like, the exact reason it was?
1: Um, I'm not sure the exact details, but Joel Embiid just kind of pushed it all on him, so that can't say very much about their, uh, um, mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it. Their, Team chemistry? Yeah, their dynamics, so... I. I mean, Philadelphia is just kind of a mess right now. Uh, ben also said that he's willing to sit out the rest of the season uh, if they don't decide to trade him, like kind of like a Deshaun Watson type of thing, mm. without the legal charges, obviously. Yeah. So <laughs> but, that's,
0: that's a big difference in that category. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh but, yeah, Ben Simmons is, I mean, there's a lot of different trade packages. It's kind of tough because Philly's, like, not happy with the packages that they're being offered currently. So it's kind of tough to gauge the the general in- I mean, obviously there's interest there, but what they're going to get because of the leverage and Ben just basically saying, like, I don't care about you guys. I don't like. I don't like. I don't care what you guys get back. I'm just kind of. I'm here's, not playing for you. That's here's a quote the, that's from
0: Embiid a few hours ago on Ben. He said, "Our teams have always been built around his knees. So his no, not his knees. His needs, <laughs> not his knees. His needs. So a lot different there. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of surprising to see. Even going back to the reason we signed Al as an Al Horford, we got rid of Jimmy. Which I still think was a mistake, just to make sure he needed the ball in his which hands. Which I
1: agree. Yeah. But it's completely, completely agreed, because yeah. Al Horford didn't really do much on the 76ers, and no. and Jimmy provided the dog to the team, which... And they
0: almost beat the
1: Raptors the year they won. Yeah, no, it you know literally I mean? was a Kawhi, like, <laughs> circus shot. shot. Like, <laughs> it bounced, like, six times before it even went in. And, yeah, I mean... I mean, ah, it's tough. I've never been the biggest, like, you can win with Ben Simmons guy. I'm not going to lie. Because yeah. just of a f- of pure playoff floor spacing thing. And, I mean, it kind just of right here. Just some of the decisions right he was
0: making, it was brutal to watch. Yeah, and
1: just him never being able to shoot threes and never really even attempting to. I mean, you'd see him shooting. you would make, like, five in a row in practice, and they'd post that post that same video every offseason, like yeah. oh there ben goes yeah. he's, he's finally gonna do it this year and he yep. just
0: never does it <laughs> yeah. and so, he's not talking to teammates he's telling them he doesn't yeah. want to fear. it's just it's a gives, really bad look for he, ben so he
1: gives me a real diva persona uh, oh yeah which like is
0: great i wouldn't have thought that a couple of years ago you know yeah I
1: mean? uh he's just really given off that type of vibe lately yeah. uh I don't know. I I mean, obviously he's a he's a really solid player because he does everything else but shoot and score great. Yeah. Uh, he facilitates well. He plays great defense. I mean, he does everything. He does everything well. It's just, I don't know. Uh, it's weird with the kind of packages and the kind of way teams need to be structured for him to do well
0: in a system. You know, uh, like he was kind of their poster boy for a couple of years there. You yeah. Know I mean? Yeah. He and, was. and now that he's just like doesn't even want to play for the team, it's just like a slap. Right oh in the yeah, face of Philly.
1: Because they could have, they could have got so much more for him if they decided to like end ties with him earlier. But mm-hmm. they kind of always just held off and wanted to make it work with Ben Simmons to say like it was their homegrown guy. Mm. And then for it to fall back and kind of just splat in their faces, kind of sucks for them because they have a weird direction to go in right now with the season kind of starting soon.
0: Yeah, because they have a decent team still. But who did they lose to in the playoffs last year? Ooh. I'm trying to
1: think. I don't think it was anyone. Was it the special. Hawks? Yeah, I want right? to say it was the Hawks. Yeah, okay. that's a good call. Yeah, they. Uh, I f- I'm pretty sure it was because they beat the Knicks. The Hawks beat the Knicks, and then they. Wa- I want to say they beat the Sixers after. So
0: yeah, it's a little, little uh, not good there. <laughs> it's to say the least. Yeah, I mean, and then just. I mean, I think everybody remembers last postseason when Simmons had the wide open layup and he just kicked the ball out for no reason.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think his his confidence was also a little down, and he was just kind of done with being in Philly. So it's not a great dynamic there, and they kind of need to cut ties as quick as they can. I know they mm-hmm. wanted the right package, but you kind of just got to gotta cut your losses. I mean, you have no leverage at this point with the NBA. It's a players league and when he's set on his thing, they can't make him play and yeah. he doesn't he clearly it's doesn't kind of a care quiet about situation
0: the situation when he was s- with the Spurs. Yeah,
1: that's just kind of how it goes now like the players have control now with the union and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I they kind of just got whatever Which is take fair, but it's kind of just get.
0: like it's I don't know, it's kind of yeah. frustrating.
1: For their sake, I hope that they're calling their bluff and they're just hoping
0: teams get into a bidding war for Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I don't know what teams are like, just jumping out of their socks to go and sign um, Ben Simmons. So, you know. I know
1: there's some general interest, but it's just, uh, I don't know. It's it's really tough to know because of the the packages. Like it's some some sort of like uh, CJ McCollum swap maybe, but mm-hmm. who knows if the if the uh, Trailblazers are even offering that or anything like that, or right. if this, the Sixers want a pick or something like that. Right. So it's a
0: little tough. Right. yep So I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that for sure. Yeah. Um, moving on to some bulls. I mean, I I have pretty high hopes for this season, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I
1: I hope that they can be uh at least the top six seed in the playoffs. Uh, I'd say something. like right around
0: a five seed, maybe. Yeah. I I five I'd, or six. I'd
1: hope for that. Best case, maybe a three. Like if everything goes well, but. Mm-hmm. I yeah I'd say a 5 seeds pretty realistic. Uh I'm I'm just hoping for improvement, you know, cuz everyone everyone's got a solid deal for a few years. So I just want to see everyone mesh for the first year and maybe next year we can shuffle the roster if needed. Maybe just the development comes around and we don't even need to. Mm. And just hopefully we can well, see make we it to have, a I mean deal. we have a
0: solid we have a solid head coach. We've got a franchise point guard in my opinion. Yeah, I mean Lonzo Ball. Yeah, and
1: then uh a franchise player in general, and Zach Levine, and then mm-hmm. some Demar, s- some very
0: solid veterans, you know, have Demar Derozan, Alex Caruso. You got Vooch, um got Pat. Will he's kind of, he's I I've I think his ceiling's pretty high. Um, oh yeah, for sure, definitely. So I I definitely and Kobe White's a nice like bench
1: guy yeah, to have. Yeah, he, he's around. A, he's a spark plug. Mm-hmm. I, I like him out of that role especially. Uh, and I I think I think we'll do well uh, as long as all the pieces mesh together and they can all play well. I mean, I don't I don't see why not. I a playoff berth for sure. Like if we don't make the playoffs, that's a major disappointment and there's some cause for concern, but oh I don't yeah, see dude. a scenario. Chicago is
0: losing their minds right now on everyone <laughs> saying like we're gonna win the championship and stuff, which yeah. I mean it's not gonna happen the first year, Exactly. But, um who would you who would you be your finals prediction for next year or this upcoming um, season? I hate to be boring, but Lakers and Nets.
1: Lakers and Nets. <laughs> that was the same exact one last year and oh, I'm yeah. sticking to it now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think the Nets, I mean, I, I just feel like they're going to be more healthy this year. Yeah, without the Nets and uh, Lakers
1: injuries, I think that probably would have been the same last year. Yeah. Not to uh, discredit the Phoenix Suns or, or the, the Bucks. Yeah,
0: but that's what I think in my opinion. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, that's going to be a crazy star-studded finals if that's... I know. Like and literally all
1: the big players in the league, as, basically. As a Russell Westbrook stand. that's what I'm rooting for also, by oh, the yeah. way.
0: <laughs> oh, KD versus yeah. I just
1: just had to throw that out there. Oh,
0: for sure. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. Um, I mean, NBA wise, I think since the season hasn't started, we can move on to a little bit of yeah. PGA, a touch more on it soon. PGA golf USA just dominated the Ryder Cup. Um, they beat yeah. Team Europe. I this USA, stat USA. Th- USA exactly, and uh, this this stat the average. All right, so there is twelve players in the Ryder Cup team uh-huh. for the US. Their average rank in the world between the twelve guys was eight point ninth in the world. That is absurd. Yeah. That, that means like they have the majority of the top ten players in the world. Yeah, they got the uh the upper echelon of golfers, I'd say, in, in home. For sure. And honestly, like this just I mean, I don't know if you watched any of the Ryder Cup, but it was it was it was Slide crazy. Yeah. There was like the energy there, like Justin Thomas firing up the crowd, they're throwing beers down to the guys, <laughs> they're shotgunning. It's crazy. Like I don't know, it was just awesome. And USA ended up winning nineteen and nine, which was a huge win. Dustin Johnson was the fourth golfer all-time to go 5-0 and in all of his matches. And he's the <laughs> oldest player on the team. Yeah, so, that's pretty ridiculous. There's a lot of youth in U.S. pro golf right now. There's so many good young guys. you got, like, Xander Shoffley, um, Berger. Um, who, I mean, Spieth's still fairly young. Yeah, you
1: know? Max Homa. <laughs> yeah,
0: Max Homa. Um, Deshambo. you got Kapka. All these guys are in their mid to late 20s. It's yeah. just like... And they were saying, I think it was either four or five guys on the Europe team. They're all over forty years old. You know, they just yeah. can't keep up with these young U.S. kids.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's in the U.S. I feel like especially uh, golf has become more of a a hip thing. You oh, know? for sure, it's, it's
0: very odd. Like I'd say, like even five years ago, it's like if yeah. you golf, it's like it's not cool. You yeah, know what it's I mean?
1: been it's always been known as like an...
0: Old person thing to yeah. do, you know, in quotations. There's uh, so many people like uh, that I know, like y- young kids that are golfing now. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like a. It, I think it's because the the personalities
1: around golf have become more of like you get to more know them relatable more relatable yes, for younger people. Exactly, like they embrace going out and partying and stuff like that after the after like they they win or like in like they. It, Brooks Kepka embraces that golf isn't the most fun thing to watch, but it's still like an enjoyable thing to do and yeah. have fun with. You he's know? like, I just do it because I'm good at yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> the, with,
0: and he's always talking to the bar. So people, the whole, uh, brooksy and bryson beef that was i think that was great for golf funny, and it was well
1: documented with like that his face being caught on uh while he was getting interviewed and uh like the name and all that stuff like that and calling bryson brooksy what he's teaming. yeah and uh bryson maybe taking it to heart a little too much and
0: getting uh everyone who says the name like (laughs) banned or or kicked out of of meats and stuff like that and then this past weekend they they squashed their beef they're putting out t-shirts there's just yeah. memes about it it's like <laughs> They're going it, out to dinner partying it's crazy it's hilarious and they hugged in front of the um right right at the end of the press conference after they won they hugged right <laughs> in front of the trophy <laughs> it's just how a, a home country could bring two two enemies together i guess <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and yeah justin thomas for he was firing up he's another one of those young golfers he was just firing up the crowd um the whole weekend he's just yeah, things I can't repeat on here. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. And uh Dustin Johnson, his if you haven't seen it yet, go watch him after they won the press conference. It's hilarious. I think it's fair to say that he was uh slightly under the influence there, but um <laughs> just very entertaining. Fair assumption. A uh,
1: fair assumption <laughs> for
0: sure. Um and then uh something I didn't write down, but DeChambeau 2 days after they won the Ryder Cup, he entered a long drive competition. <laughs> And he's made it past the first two heats. He came. Really? He came in second yesterday, and he's on to, like the the last thirty-two. Because <laughs> like he he had a four hundred ten-yard drive in the Ryder Cup. Like he's one. He's yeah. the longest driver in the history of the PGA Tour. Yeah. So he went and he went to go do like the long drive contest where that's all these guys do just and, for fun. <laughs> and he's like holding his own with them, which is just insane. And I think another thing about golf is like. Tiger Woods was really the first golfer to lift weights. He was the first guy to, like, constantly drive over 300 yards. It's yeah. like, now if you're not driving the ball 330, 350, you're just a step behind everybody. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like the the athletes are taking it so much more seriously now. Like, these guys are pretty shredded that are golfing. Yeah, you know no, what yeah. I mean? He was And it was never like that before. Yeah. yeah. So, Tiger definitely started that wave, in a sense, and now just, like... All these young guys in their early 20s, and and like we both said, it's just making it more relatable for younger people, and it's honestly great for golf.
1: Yeah, and it's making them seem way more
0: cool. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. yeah, like that's you actually, like, there's all my friends are following these guys on like Instagram and yeah, stuff, exactly. you know what I mean? It's like golf is actually cool. Yeah, exactly. And uh, honestly, I love it. It's, it's, I actually enjoy, when mm. I was younger, I hated watching golf, but just for whatever reason, these last couple of years, I love it. So Yeah,
1: in the past year or so I've definitely gotten more into it just just because of them marketing themselves better in I general.
0: Know. Yeah, it's huge, definitely. Um moving on from golf, we had a um, an incident with John Jones uh yeah. in the last couple of days. He drank too much. I know Dana was saying that they were in Vegas for something and they wanted to get him in there and out as soon as possible. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, he's with his family, so it's fine. Yeah. And then Dana said we assumed wrong, in quotation marks. Yeah. Um Domestic violence issue? Is it with his girlfriend, his wife? Yeah,
1: I don't think we need to go too much into detail, mm-hmm. but it was a it, it was a dispute with his wife, and the mm-hmm. cops got involved, and he got arrested, and I don't think the charges wi- really went anywhere. But at the mm-hmm. same time, not a good book. No, you you really hate to see it from a guy like that, especially since he's had a history of everything like that, especially yep. with substance abuse and, and alcohol issues. Alcohol, especially, yeah, it's just you you really don't. You don't want to see a guy going down that path again. Uh, I know the next day he had that Instagram story about like never doing, like never drinking, drinking alcohol, yeah. and how he's back in the gym and all this stuff. But oh, we've heard this. It's before. It's the same old, know? same old. And you, j- at, at some point, you just don't want to see him do it. You know, like yeah. that's it's kind of all it is. Like you, you don't want to hear about it. You don't want to see him do it, and it's unexcusable. I, I know, like he's he's my he's personally my favorite fighter, and I always defend him and stuff like that. But stuff like this, you don't. You defend can. Him on. Yeah, you, know, you yeah. can't excuse it. Yeah, it's. Uh, and he's,
0: I mean, I think he's the UFC goat. Um, yeah, for sure. But it's just like this is such a bad look, and he's already on thin ice. Yeah, it's, it's just. I think it takes one more of these. Hopefully, we don't see. He might get banned for life from the UFC. Yeah,
1: and you don't want to see him out of the octagon. You know, you want to see him. You want to see him back in the octagon. You want to see him competing. And his again. window's closing.
0: You know what exactly. I mean? He's thirty-three years old, or whatever he is—thirty-three, thirty-four. Um and his prime window is definitely closing yeah uh, so he's just not doing himself any favors exactly uh i mean he's just
1: gotta he's i mean he's not gonna fight for the rest of this year i mean at best i think he fights in the middle of next year at best so i mean hopefully he gets better hopefully uh he gets help if needed and i uh, think
0: yeah that he should seriously get some help yeah and this is um, just an ongoing every couple years we see something like this yeah and uh
1: Hopefully, you don't see anything like this from him again.
0: Yep. That's, I mean, that's all. And then Dana had a, they're asking him about it in a press conference, and he's just saying he's waiting on legal issues to make a decision. He says he said that Jones should have gave up alcohol ten years ago because yeah, this has been agreed. a problem forever. I mean, yeah. I think everybody agrees on Especially, that. Especially, yeah, he's got even I mean, John in the right state of mind would yeah, would agree with that. It's
1: well known that he has mental, he has, he's had some mental issues and with the substance abuse issues that never, that never is a good mix, you know. Yeah.
0: and it's just it's bad press for the UFC too because there's a lot of good fights coming up and everything. So it's yeah, just and it like, clouds
1: everything else. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah very unfortunate. So yeah. wish the best for John. Hopefully, he get some help for sure. Um into boxing you want to
1: yeah uh i just wanted to uh, acknowledge uh manny pacquiao and his great career um mm-hmm.
0: how many I, divisions did he win over
1: i think it was either five or eight i heard it's it's a ridiculous amount
0: yeah. <laughs> he has the most i think he's one in the most divisions out of any boxer in history
1: yeah uh he he was such a mainstay in boxing for a really long time and mm-hmm. i thought yeah he won eight divisions but that's insane i uh i just wanted to acknowledge uh his great career and how much he's how much he's accomplished
0: then. I think know. he started fighting at like one twelve and made it up to one fifty five. Like he's just fought at every weight, you know what I mean? He's fought the biggest names. Yeah. Um he's,
1: he's won twelve major world titles and uh he's the first boxer to win the Lineal Championship in five different weight classes. That's so what it was.
0: Okay. Five different weight classes. Yeah. Eight yeah. division that's five different weight classes. That's insane. Yeah. He uh he won world
1: championships across Four decades, <laughs> the 1990s, the 2000s, 2010s, and the 2020s. So That's it's pretty pretty crazy, if you ask me. Um, I, he <laughs> he's generated 20.1 million in pay per view buys and uh, and 1.2 million in revenue from his 25 pay per view bouts. So uh,
0: 1.2 billion.
1: Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> wow. So uh, he's, I mean. He's, just, he's a great guy so yeah i'm seeing this here second highest paid athlete in the world 2015 yeah he, i mean he was just he held he held, i wonder which championship he held across the 2020s um i'm, I'm
1: interested not interested to see it was um the what's it called the uh, wba super
0: welterweight title okay wow that's that's wild yeah um yeah shout out manny pacquiao uh, great career uh, He lost to Floyd But Floyd is uh, He's my boxing goat I'm just gonna Throw yeah, that out no, there No yeah Agreed um, But, but um, I mean you know, He was still A hell of a fighter He, he fought he's so done it all. much too He's done
1: it all Yeah. He's one of the uh, He's one of the Catalysts of
0: boxing In my 72 opinion, Especially this era Yeah Total fights I mean that's absurd Yeah
1: He's, uh, he's also a senator In the Philippines Fun fact Yeah And he's <laughs> but, a
0: great guy Like just family man yeah. I know he takes Sundays off Cause he goes to church With his family Like He's worth three point one nine billion dollars. Yeah, he uh
1: yeah. He uh he's basically like the the goat of um of <laughs> pal uh pal what is it oh, the, Philippines the Philippines in general. Yeah. Like <laughs> like he literally is like their guy. Like <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So I mean, great dude though. Uh he does a lot for his country, so for sure. Uh good for him on a good career.
0: Yeah. Wow, he's worth like 3 times more than Mayweather. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I did not know that. Um yeah, shout out Manny Pacquiao. Uh I think that should do it for this week. Uh we covered a lot. We covered a lot of local things, covered a lot of There's a lot of buzz going on in the sports yeah. world right now. Especially <laughs> next week, uh we're going to have a lot to talk about MLB wise, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so definitely. Definitely check that out. Thank you guys for joining us this week. This episode will be available on the Glacier. There will be links to it for SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Peace.